spices or certain ingredients that you can use that maybe aren't traditional. And we'll mess with those for a while and kind of see what, when you, when you taste it, you know it's right. Welcome to the North Carolina Foods We Love podcast, a show all about sharing the stories of authentic, homegrown North Carolina food and drink brands. Presented by Carolina Packers, home of North Carolina's famous Brightleaf Hot Dog. There is no place like North Carolina, and we're thrilled that we get to share the great state with you. We have a great episode lined up today. I'm your host, Justin Raymond, and today we are interviewing Nick Hutchins from the Dirty South Barbecue. Thanks for coming on our show, Nick. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys having me today. Yeah, we're, we're happy to have this conversation, learn more about what you do. Um, you know, we're on Instagram, you're on Instagram. I see tons of pit masters, grill masters. I want to say chef masters, but that's, that's not really a word. <laughs> chefs we can we can make it a work we can make it work (laughs) using your rubs using your seasoning so i'm excited to talk about it so let's just let's jump into it man um why did you start dirty south barbecue how did this company come to be so i I guess you know in in the south we've always had the saying it's called the dirty south um so i thought what better name uh than than to roll with the dirty south and just add you know the barbecue to it and so it wasn't, it wasn't something that we really thought about a lot. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it just kind of popped up one day. And so there it was. And, uh, so we just, we started out with catering and, and, uh, doing some competitions, but then when COVID hit, I was like, yeah, we need to do something a little different. Mm-hmm. So we threw out the idea of one day of making a rub and we did. And since then that's, that's been well, I guess two years now, year and a half ago, and here we are. So we're still making them and still trying to create new stuff. Congratulations to to make it this far. That's that's something to be proud of. Now you mentioned you used to do competition. You're talking about competition barbecue or what kind of? Yeah, we did we did some KCBS stuff, uh, but then, like I said, you know, when COVID hit, it, it just shut it down. And uh, I think they're they're started back up now, but that's just not something that. I don't even know if we're going to get back into at mm-hmm. this point. So we may, we may, I'm not sure. Where'd you get your passion for smoking meat or being a pit? Dude, I like, like, I like to eat. I like to eat. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> I like to eat. Uh, I mean, growing up in North Carolina, I mean, you know, I mean, it's barbecue, uh-huh. you know, there, there's a big battle with Eastern style, Texas style. Like there's a big battle, but I mean, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's North Carolina barbecue. It's North Carolina barbecue. So, uh, you know, uh, actually, you know, fun fact, my very first job when I was 14, maybe 15, was at a barbecue restaurant. That was my very first job. I used to sling hush puppies all day. <laughs> crank, crank them out with a wheel. Little little hush puppy dispenser. That was my job. So, What was the name of that restaurant? That was the Barbecue Shack in Thomasville, North Carolina. Okay. I'm yeah. to check that out. That sounds really good. You, so the first ever seasoning that you created, or first ever rub that you created, did this come from your own secret recipe that you used on your competition barbecue? <clears throat> or how did, how did this come to be? How did this come to fruition? Uh, no, actually, the, the, the very first rub that was ever created with the Dirty South name 
was in conjunction with someone else. Uh, it was just an idea that I had in my head one day and I was like, okay. Hey, let's do this. And that's where we created the original, um, as we call it, the OG rub. Um, that's where we created that, the, the original rub. And, uh, then from there we did, you know, another flavor with them. And then, uh, since that time we've, we've started our own stuff. So now, now we're doing our own line. Uh, it's just us. We're not, we're not affiliated with anyone else, um, or anything like that. So it's just us. Okay. So what makes your rubs and seasonings so unique compared to the other companies out there? Cause I think out of the box, okay. like, you know, I feel like, and I'm not knocking people's stuff at all, but a lot of people will try to stick with the same, same stuff. Um, you know, an SPG rub is an SPG rub. I mean, it, it is what it is. It's salt, pepper, and garlic. Um, but I try to think of spices or certain ingredients that you can use that maybe aren't traditional. And we'll mess with those for a while and kind of see what, when you, when you taste it, you know, it's right. So then there's, then there's a factor of going back in. Okay. Now I got to figure out how I made that, make it in bulk. But I try to use stuff that's uh, not the normal stuff that you use in barbecue. I mean, you still got your bases and your basics, but I try to throw one or two little extra things in there to, you know, make it different. So it's not the same. So are you a one-man R&D department? How do you come yeah. up with these things? Laying in the bed at 2 a.m. in the morning, and you're <laughs> like, well, that would taste really good on some waffles. Or that would taste really good on some chicken. Like, it just, I don't know, it's weird. Like, I can be riding down the road, and I'm just like, I don't know, my mind turns. So, so. so when that, when you have, like, that, that light bulb goes off in your head. Do you instantly have to get out of bed, run to the store, get all these spices, and start? No, but I instantly, food? I instantly grab a, I instantly grab a pad. This is no lie. I keep the pad okay. laying beside my bed with a pen, and I instantly will write it down. I will write it down so that I don't forget, and uh, whatever's on my mind at the time. And you know, sometimes it's it's one of those things where. I might sit on it for a couple of days and I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. But then there's the times that, you know, you're like, you got to do this right now. You have to do it. So we'll make it happen in two days. Wow. So um, you have this idea in your head and you can get it in a bottle, put it online with all within two days. You can make it happen that well, quick. I can. I can get it together and get yeah. it ready for pre-sales in two days. Getting mm-hmm. it bottled usually takes me about a week. Okay. That's, that's really impressive. That is awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll give you an example. Our America rub, um, literally, <laughs> literally on July the 4th, that morning, I was like, we need a new America. We need a rub. Today is July the 4th. We need something. We need a rub and we're going to call it America. So I literally that morning went to the kitchen, started throwing some stuff together, got a good base. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was missing a few things and figured out within probably about four to five hours what that was that was missing and posted it for pre-sales on July 4th night. So all within 10 hours. And when we started shipping 
four days later. Wow. And I checked today. Um, as of today, just America Rub, and since July the 4th, they're in pre-sale. So July, August, September, and what, three months, basically? We've done 760 bottles. And that, that America rub you're talking about, what is that good on? That is, a, that is an all-purpose rub. So okay. um, it's real good for beef. Um, I've had people – well, I've, I mean, I've had people put it on everything. I mean, chicken, beef. Mm-hmm. Um, I made it more of as a – for. I guess when I was thinking of it for myself, it was for steaks, for brisket, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I've had people put it on the eggs. So mm-hmm. chicken wings. I've I've gotten tagged by people with with it on chicken wings. So. Wow, no, that's great. That's great. Yeah. So you you mentioned you kind of come up with these ideas at two a.m. laying in bed. Um, are there specific foods that you try your rub on every time? I know you mentioned waffles, or like let's say you come up with a rub. Do you have to use pork butt, or do you use just whatever's in your house? Like how do you how do you do this? Uh, I mean, I'll start with what's here. I'll start with what's here. And if it's not good on that, I don't just give up on something if it doesn't taste good on one thing. Um, I will put it on something else. Mm-hmm. And if it tastes good, then I'll roll with it to something else. If I get two or three things and what I've, you know, what I'm using is not good, then I'll I'll kind of toss it. Okay. But yeah, I, I grab whatever's here. So you're the owner, the R and D department, and you're also the taste tester. Yes. That's <laughs> That's why I'm on a diet right now. <laughs> that sounds like a great business, by the way. So let me t- so I'll tell you this. So I get the questions all the time on Instagram, and they're like, how do you not weigh 400 pounds? How do you not weigh four? I'm like, honestly, I don't eat half the stuff that I make. I give it to my neighbors. <laughs> like, I do it just because I like doing it. I mean, it's, you know, I like I like to cook. And so half the stuff, I don't even eat. Or I'll keep enough just for myself and then give the rest of it away. Okay. So I want to pick your mind a little bit, um, especially for people that aren't using aren't used to using rub or seasoning. So just kind of some some cooking tips here. Um, I know I know where you're going with this, and this is going to get into a heated discussion when people hear it. Heated discussion. I don't. You might. I don't know. <laughs> Not with you. Not with you. We'll see. All right. So here's here's a question for you. How long should the rub sit on the meat before cooking? <laughs> I do not put rubs on any meat until I put it on the smoker. Okay. Ever. Okay. And I will tell you why. So let's just say you have a brisket. Briskets are, you know, one of the tougher things to smoke. You want as much juice and liquid to stay inside that meat until, for as long as possible. If you put any rub on that, has salt content into it what's the salt going to do it's going to pull it out so if you let it sit on there for you know six seven hours some people let it do it overnight all that it's just yeah i I can't do it i just i I do it right before um literally five minutes before i put it on the smoker it goes on sometimes i even hold it over the smoker as i put it on wow yeah so do you normally smoke the meat longer than most people because of that? Or do you normally do it about the same time? Or, or what do you think? Let's just do pork butt, yeah. for example. I mean, you know, you're going to – I don't know if you can really give a time. I mean, like I, I smoke my pork butts on 250 degrees for ever how long it takes for them to get to 202 degrees. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 
you know, I've had some that will be finished, you know, in six hours. I've had some that take 10. Some's going to stall out at 180 and you need to wrap them. Some's not. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends. I mean, you know, it, meat's weird. Meat's weird. I've had, I've had briskets that were done in three to four hours. I've had some that took 12. So. Okay. So what about seasoning? What's the secret to adding seasonings? I think there's like a fine line between just the right amount and, and too much. And I generally fall on the too much because I like flavor. Do you have any well, tips? I yeah. I mean, I, I think it, it's like you just said, it comes to taste. Mm-hmm. Do you want the overpowering taste of what you're putting on it? Or do you want a taste of smoke? What do, you know, what is your, per, you know, your personal preference? Mm-hmm. I think that's what that comes down to. I don't think it comes down to, you know, I, I guess you can over season something and make it just super salty, but if you like salty stuff then you're not considering it over seasoning. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if there's a, I don't know if there's a, I always give mine a coat. I mean, you know, I make sure that every part of the meat is covered with a layer. So that's, that's my general rule of thumb is just make sure that every, you know, even the side, if you're doing ribs, sides, whatever, I make sure every part of the meat's covered. Okay. Okay. Now you, I went on your website, you sell a lot of rubs and seasonings. Which one of those rubs or seasoning is your favorite one to use? I mean, can you pick, I mean, you create all of them, so I know you probably love all of them, but what's your go-to? Uh, America's probably my go-to. America. Okay. Yeah. And what about? Yeah, it's pretty versatile. What's your go-to meal with the America rub? Ribeyes all day. Ribeyes? Okay. Ribeyes all day. Yep. Wagyu ribeyes all day. So we can't have a podcast about North Carolina without talking about North Carolina. So one of the things I want to do, I want to, we need to take a quick moment to thank our sponsor, Carolina Packers, home of North Carolina's favorite hot dog, the famous Brightleaf hot dog. Carolina Packers has been making it with fresh, local pork and beef in Johnson County, North Carolina since 1941. There's nothing like it in the country. Find the closest store to you with Brightleaf hot dogs at findbrightleaf.com. Or if you're not in North Carolina, order them online at carolinapackers.com and get 20% off with promo code BESTFOOD. That's promo code BESTFOOD. Do kind of like a speed round. I'm going to throw some questions at you. And then just the first answer that comes to your head. I'm not going to make it difficult for you. It's, it's going to be fun. Make it difficult. Let's do it. <laughs> so, what do you love most about North Carolina? I'm right in the middle of the beach and the mountains. There you go. Which one do you prefer? The mountains. Mountains. Okay. I do not like sand. <laughs> so how do? How would you describe North Carolina food? Versatile. Versatile. Okay. Versatile. Yep. Because you, you can you can get all types of food in North Carolina and they're pretty close to being authentic at certain places. Mm -hmm. It's pretty versatile. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think you're just tied down to one kind of food in North Carolina. Yeah. I think North Carolina is so unique. um, Definitely in the food world. And it's really cool when you go different towns, different cities, how people do stuff differently. You know, it's so cool, whether it's bright leaf hot dogs, or yes. cheer wine, right? I mean, there's a lot of unique stuff out there. It's, it's really well, I mean, like you, like, North, like you said, in North Carolina, there's so many towns. You mm-hmm. can go to one town and, and get something and go to another town and get the exact same thing, and it's, it may taste totally different. Yep. 
Yeah. So, I mean, you're, it's like I said, versatile. I mean, like you can get either taste just going 10 miles. What's your favorite North Carolina saying? Favorite saying? Hmm. Or about, is there, have, is there? I don't know if I have a favorite saying. Y'all. You know, kind of like, like y'all. bless your heart or something. You know, like something bless like that. Bless your heart. No, my favorite word is my favorite word is y'all. Y'all. Okay. Y'all. Right. <laughs> Can't get wrong with that. And then the last one, favorite North Carolina team. Well, unfortunately, I'm gonna hurt some people's feelings, but I'm not a Tar Heel fan. I am a Duke fan. Oh, not and I'll, well, I I also have season pass. I have season tickets, so there's that. Okay. So, <laughs> So, yes, I am a Duke fan. How long have you been a Duke fan? Uh, ever since the day I was born, because I was told if you wasn't, then you're going to get punched in the face. <laughs> well, that's a good reason that you're for Duke. We, we do not pull for the Tar Heels. We do not okay. pull for the Tar Heels. That's all right. That's all right. All right, that was fun. Let's get back to talking about the Dirty South. So, I mentioned you had a lot of seasonings and, and rubs on your website. Can you name all everything that you sell off the top of your head? Yes. So we have America. We have Cluck You Up, which is our chicken rub. We have Carolina Crack, which is our sweet rub. So it's, it's not really a rub. It's more of a it's more of a fun kind of thing. Throw it on popcorn, waffles, um, stuff like that. And then we have our latest, which is our whiskey blended black label rub, which is absolutely amazing on pork chops, pork chicken. Mm. Um, if you want me to get into the hot sauces, we have our Dirty South Triple X sauce. We have our Skull sauce. We have our Mango Passion, and we have our Southern Heat. Wow! Now, all those are currently sold out. <laughs> the hot sauces. I'm sorry, the hot sauces are currently mm -hmm. sold out. But um, I those are the hot sauces. I do not do myself. I have a co-packer for them just because I don't have the ability to do liquids. Mm -hmm. So I have a, I have a co-packer that does that. Okay. But it's a co-packer in North Carolina. So you do rub seasoning hot sauce. And I mean, how would you describe your company? Because I didn't I even forgot to mention the hot sauce earlier. Like when someone asked, uh, what is Dirty South Barbecue? What do you tell people? I, I don't know if, I don't know that I label us as something. Um I think more I, I'm more of a I'm more of a cater to what what I what I see people are not getting kind of okay. so if I see that there's there's a need for something and it's not out there that they have access to mm -hmm. um, or there's a flavor but let me say that not 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 a product but a flavor profile that's more of what we are so I, I feel like I, I wouldn't label us as a just a hot sauce rub company mm -hmm. um, I, I'm not on Instagram to sell a ton of, you know, rubs and hot sauces and all that stuff. It's mm -hmm. just something that I, you know, I like doing. So, so we went with it. Um, I'm more on Instagram for, you know, to share food, mm -hmm. um, to share our memes, our, you know, even if it does make people mad, you know, you got to have that. I mean, you got it. It's got to be some mix in there. I feel like you can't just, mm -hmm. you know, some people are just hardcore food. That's not us. We're not just that hardcore food, and that's all we're going to do. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we're going to – we want to make people laugh, too. You so. do. You do make people laugh. 
and and, yeah. and if we if we can make people laugh and make people and you know like their food better mm-hmm. i mean it's a win-win for us mm-hmm. absolutely so this whiskey black label product I mean, where do you get the whiskey flavor from how did you develop that well so that, that was uh that was a that was a little quick one too that came about so i have a good friend of mine that uh that he had mentioned it it's been a it's been a while back and so whenever i started doing the stuff myself he had mentioned it again so i was like let me do some research let me do some research and so uh i started researching and trying to find like a like a whiskey base what there's not really a, a whiskey base anywhere so then i got to thinking what would give the whiskey or the bourbon smell and taste like what would you add together mm-hmm. and so i put a, a lot of stuff together and i will tell you i mean i'll tell everybody i'm not gonna say what everything's in it but mm-hmm. what was the the kicker for us that give us that smell and that taste was vanilla powder wow and just it, i don't know I, I i almost went with like vanilla bean because you know if you smell whiskey it has that vanilla mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. But vanilla bean was it was too bitter. It didn't work. So mm-hmm. vanilla powder was what did it. So let's say you're sitting at your table with all these kinds of rubs and seasonings, trying to trying to put them all together to make something. I mean, how do you decide like you need this much of this or this much of this? Like, do you measure it or do you just kind of eyeball it? Like, <laughs> like what are you doing? Like, what is, well, what is what does it look like when you do something? When I- when I first start doing it, I just start throwing stuff together. Like I'm the most unorganized person ever. Um, but then, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. when I get something that tastes right, then I'm like, now I got to figure out yeah. what, how to get that back. And, and then so that I can multiply it. So mm-hmm. at first, no, <clears throat> I don't, I just kind of like, here's a little bit of this, here's a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I go back after the fact. Cause like I said, I'm, 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 un, I'm unorganized. Like I don't, <laughs> Until until I know it's right, mm-hmm. and then that's when I have to get serious and try to figure it out. Okay, I'm pretty quick about it. So, well, I'm talking about your rubs and seasonings and hot sauces. Um, what's the best way for people to get that? Um, um, website, our website, Instagram, yep. our website, thedirtysouthbarbecue.com. Okay, um, our uh, Instagram is the same, the Dirty South Barbecue. Um, anything that's all of our stuff, as soon as you click on the website, it's normally on the front first page, um, except for our hot sauces right now, because like I said, they're out. Um, we were going to release a new hot sauce this week, but that's gotten pushed back a few weeks now. So, um, And we're also releasing a new rub that was going to be this week. So those may drop next week or the week after. But yeah, the DirtySouthBarbecue.com is the easiest way to do it. How often do you come out with new products? Um, there for the first two or three, it was about a way every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when we when we started the hot sauces, it was one a month. Um, but I'm gonna we're, we're gonna do this one. We're gonna do this hot sauce, and then uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna take a break for a while. Okay. Um, we might be bringing something special back for the fall. Oh, just leave it there. Might be bringing something special back for the fall or creating something special that just something special for the fall. Um, but uh, yeah, I think after these two, we're probably gonna 
probably chill for a little bit, you know, enjoy some downtime. Okay. Because uh, like guys- I said, I'm yeah. packing it and I'm packing it and everything at the kitchen table. So it's. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so you, so you mentioned you look out there to see what's missing in, in the market. Do you have a place where people can contact you? Like, Hey, I'd love to see this kind of rub or seasoning or hot yeah, they sauce. can always, they can always hit us up on Instagram. Okay. Um, or they can email us at the dirty South barbecue team.com. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry, the bar, the dirty South barbecue team at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Okay. Yep. Or you can message us from our website, either one. Okay. All right, man. Anything else you want to say to the audience? Dude, I just I appreciate you having me on here and I appreciate everything that you do for North Carolina because I know you guys, you guys have gotten super involved uh, in pushing North Carolina products in, in the past, what, I don't know, six, seven, eight months. Like, I don't even know how long it's been. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. But I can speak on behalf of, of the people that's in North Carolina and companies that is in North Carolina. We appreciate what you guys do. Uh, at Brightleaf and uh, stuff like this. I mean, we need more stuff like this. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we want to say thank you and we, we appreciate everything that you guys do and, and that you do yourself as well. Mm-hmm. And we, we appreciate that. We really do. Yeah. Thanks, Nick. I mean, we, we love North Carolina and we try to do the best we can just to support everyone in our community. Um, just like Dairy South Barbecue. I mean, just I feel like North Carolina, especially with businesses, foods, and, and drinks, it's really a tight-knit community. We're all willing to help each other out, work together. Just want to yeah. see everyone succeed. It's a, really, it's a really cool feeling. Well, I don't think a lot of people realize how many companies are actually in North Carolina. Yeah, there's a lot, yeah. That they, that they probably use and don't know it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people realize that. That's exactly why we're doing this. So I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> yep. I don't think a lot of people, a lot of people realize that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, whenever I post my cheer wine stuff, it's like, yeah. what is cheer wine? Yep. And yep. I'm like, go to, I'm like, where are you at? And they tell me, I'm like, go to Cracker Barrel. I'll bet you they have it. <laughs> yep. Yep. But uh, so, yeah. And, and I actually got tagged in a post. It's funny, dude. It's, it's funny. I got tagged in a post yesterday from like Oregon and then one in Arizona the other week. People, with cheer wines i'm like that's awesome yeah that's awesome yeah so i'm glad that you know you know the, the north carolina name is getting out um, yep. we have shipped to every state except for washington state that's the only state that we have that we haven't shipped to yeah well if anybody in washington state is washington state i need to order I need to, order it right now order something what do you, what do you want to order all of it. All you can't just order one thing. You got to <laughs> order it all. You can't just order one thing. If you're ordering from Washington State, you got to get it all. There you go. I'll tell you what, if there's anybody from Washington State, you DM me first and I'll give you free shipping to Washington State. There oh, you go. Check that out. All right. Well, Nick, thanks for being on here, man. Um, I, I really appreciate it. I enjoy learning about more about you and your business. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate, like I said, we appreciate everything you do for us in North Carolina, dude. It's, it's amazing. And uh, I like to see everybody come together, uh, whatever it's for. I mean, no matter what, you know, what your differences are about cooking or the world, it's nice. It's nice. It's not the, it's not typical. So we appreciate everything that you do for us. All right. Well, that was another episode of North Carolina Foods We Love podcast. I'm your host, Justin Raymond. And thanks for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on our next episode. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the North Carolina Foods We Love podcast. 
please subscribe so you don't miss out on other must-try North Carolina foods. Also, it would mean the world to us if you would leave us a review. Don't forget to support local, and we hope you have a great one.